yo, 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 it's JP on the FWM podcast. Fight with me, the diary of the strong black people. I'm here again in the rabbit hole, and we're going to switch it up and do it for the ladies this go around. I have a business owner and a good, good friend of mine, uh, Meg from Airy Ace of Skin Alexis. And also, she's also part-time FWM social media coordinator. And she is now coming through for the ladies on the FWM podcast to give us a different perspective from the ladies because we've been having a lot of masculinity and testosterone on the <laughs> platform. <laughs> so we're going to try to give it a little bit, you know, soft to touch and, and, and represent for the ladies. So we gonna we gonna get her point of view and we gonna we gonna get uh into her business and things like that on what she's doing and uh her business and how it feels to be a part of the platform of the rabbit hole and how she's getting things together and stuff like that. So let's welcome uh Miss Meg. Hey, 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 and thank you for having me. Yeah, man, it's glad that you're here. So give us a little bit of insight on, on your business and, and uh, your skin uh, elixirs. Yeah, so I am the owner and creator of REA's Skin Elixirs, which in it mostly consists of body scrubs. And I recently, well, not recently, but I'm about to start working on body butters. So it's just something mostly for ladies, but also for men with um, skincare. So basically, because I've, I've tried a little bit of, of the elixirs and, uh, you know, I got rough feet. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it kind of, you know, and I like to wear socks. So, you know, it kind of made me feel like I was ice skating in my socks. So it is it's definitely good. So. What kind of stuff do you actually use to for people with rough feet like me to uh, make them glisten in the light? <laughs> well, everything that goes into my sugar scrubs, well, I guess you can say it's organic. Everything except the Epsom salt really is edible. So it's safe to use on any part of the body. I just don't recommend it on the face. Now, as far as the face, I am kind of in the makings of um, a face mask. Now, I haven't started on it, but I think that's going to be the next thing. But as far as what goes into it is things like olive oil, it's coconut oil, avocado oil, all the good oils for your skin. So what you, <laughs> Vitamin E oil. So what you said is, you know, if I get a little hungry, because you say edible. Uh, yeah, I, everything except the Epsom salt. I, I, now, I'm not telling you to go and cook your food with it. Oh, okay. I'm not okay, saying okay. you do that. Okay. Put it on your feet. Put it on your body. Just see what the glow about. So, Experience the glow. Okay. So what 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 got you into the skin elixir? Because it's, it's skincare, so, but I like to the elixir word of your magic potion. So what is it that got you into that? I've always been a fan of skincare even though I was blessed to not really have to go through the acne phase but I've also but I've always like taken skincare pretty seriously so and I I actually wanted to start 
It was something that um, I had just quit my job. And I was trying to think of something that I could do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ain't no woo-woo. Listen, that hurt. I walked away from $1,100 a week um, to do something that I didn't. I had no clue what I was going to make on it for a week. And I I didn't take it serious. Yeah, I walked away from my job and I needed something to bring money in. And it was something that I could do in my house that I could do by myself. I don't know. I've just always... I've always been a fan of making stuff. So it was just something to do at first. And then it was something that I kind of figured out that I like to do. So I said I would start a business doing it. Just self-care and helping people. Because, you know, like you said, that the acne phase. So it's a lot of people with pimple face and (laughs) a lot of people, but they're self-conscious about how they look. You know, and a lot of people, blemishes, you know, rough skin. Me, personally, I don't. That's why I like to wear socks all the time. You know what I'm saying? I don't like my feet exposed, mm-hmm. you know. So I don't like to have my feet out. And for a person like me that don't like to wear socks and don't like to have rough feet or, you know, not saying super dry skin, but don't spend enough time with lotion in my feet, you know, just as a man, you just don't, you just don't see yourself as you get out of the shower, you know, laying down on the bed, either with the towel on, you know, yeah, but lotion in your feet, like you can lotion your hands because you, when you lotion in your hands and your face, you already got clothes on. So, you know, just, you know, you see women sit on their bed and, you know, when they're getting together, they got the towel <laughs> on, they lotioning up their feet. But well, that's and, the problem. Men have to get used to it. It's, it's, just, it's such a small part of self-care that y'all would just overlook. But y'all won't forget the haircut, though. But boy, y'all are letting feet, y'all walk around with some little reptilian feet. Man, you know, we walk on them. <laughs> they, be, they already take a hit. Buddy. And I know it's uncomfortable. It be. I mean, kind of, sort of. It, it do. But, <laughs> I mean, it's feet. And you know what? That's a good thing about using something with... So that's a, that's a good thing about having a product with so much oil in it because it is good for your skin afterwards. A lot of people tell you who have used that you don't need lotion afterwards. And I think that's my favorite thing about it because even though I love skincare, I'm lazy with it. So I want to do the least amount as possible, but still get the best result. Oh, so you just want to work smarter and harder. Yeah. It's like when you're painting, you know, that a prime and then painting, I can buy all the one. So I can just get in the shower, right? Mm-hmm. And my feet hit the water. <laughs> like if it's... I got the tub, right? If I'm in the bathtub and I got it as it like some, uh, not some, some uh, bubble bath and I got my feet soaking, right? I can soak my feet, get out and don't do no work afterwards. Well, I wouldn't say you can just soak them. I do. I, I would prefer or recommend that you rub it into your foot. The same way, just like you just said, men don't like to use lotion. It's kind of like, I won't say a lotion for the shower, but you kind of want to mimic that same motion while you're in the shower. And that's going to get you the best result. You want to massage it in your skin. You want to use it, not just sit in it. 
it's a body scrub, not a, a bath soap. Got you, got you. Okay, I'm just, I'm just confirming. You know what I'm saying? Because you say it works smarter, not harder. And shit, <laughs> we so we try bad. as men, so we trying to find a way you not have to, to do some work. Oh, you have to do some work, not no work at all, but. Bruh, elaborate. I mean, you know, work it out for me. I, I work it out for the men. You, work, work it out for the men, fellas. We we trying to make sure, like, we saying we working smarter, not harder, you know. So we we trying to figure out the takeaway from uh, having to rub that shit in. Because, again, it's a mental thing with men. Uh, that pause, <laughs> that pause moment of, hmm, is this gay? <laughs> is it's this, not. Is this gay? Am I spending too much time? Like my feet? No. <laughs> but your feet are important. But they we, are important. We walking on them. But still, you know, first of all, you're gonna mess up your socks with them dry ass feet, okay? Now okay. I know you didn't put your socks on, especially you since you, since now I know you don't like the lotion in your feet. You put your socks on in your heels. The crusted off into the socket and I got caught. Now you got little loose. Then we got toenails that's that's breaking through the tip of them. <laughs> now we got the heels that's, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, sports, football players, basketball players, we, we spend a lot of time running, <laughs> jumping on these feet, track runners. We, I mean, these feet get a lot. And that is more of a reason for you to want to take care of them. We don't want them to stink. That's part of taking care of you. You have to do more than basic level. They don't stink. They don't stink, and they're they're not ashy. They're not flaky. They're not just rough. Take care of them. I got you. Yeah, you. Hey, fellas, it's it's definitely a good product because again, it does make your feet smooth. Um, I can't say that I I do it on the regular. I, and I can't say there's a time where it's like, yeah, I got to make sure my feet are smooth <laughs> for the night or for the day. But when it is a time that you say, you know what? I want to feel good about my feet. You, you should. Know, it's a good Y'all don't, don't like foot product. rubs? Y'all don't like foot rubs? You want your women to rub your feet? It's very and, seldom and that you find women that want to rub feet. I and mean, because men are known to have rough, stink feet. But not there's all of them exactly not all of you're them. right. Not all of them, but the stigma is ew. Y'all got ugly feet. And yeah, and and to be honest with you, anytime I go and get my feet done, I, I always run into men getting their feet done. It's nothing wrong with it. It's a part of taking care of you. It's a part of your self care. And I think we really need to get away from that stigma of self care being gay for men. Yeah. Yeah. Self-care for men is not going to sit in a bar and drinking and talking about sports. That is that's socializing. Not self-care. You're not doing that for yourself. You are socializing. What are you doing that is tailored or specific to you to make you feel better? But that's our outlet though. Like we don't okay, we don't think about the self-care part. We think about the self outlet of the breathers of we've men have never had that thought of well let me let me go and get my feet done so I can just feel somebody rubbing on my feet and I feel relaxed as a man growing up we just thought go get a couple beers talk about manly stuff about you know the game and you know think talk about 
what we we plan on doing with fixing something or building something or doing something of productivity of making something and building something not oh man i you know what i need a me day i need to just go get a massage i need to get my you know go to the spa we don't think about that you know what i'm saying because we're as men thought of doing work all the time so when do we have time to work on our skin or our feet because we're always on our feet doing work i just think it's one of those things that you have to want to be more serious about i mean just like i said earlier y'all y'all want miss erica oh hell no. y'all face break out oh y'all in that barber chair trying to see what you need to put on your face to to clear your face up you you only with the with the hot towel on your face and your shit lean back and they got steam on the, your face trying to clean your face. The only thing that we self care is from head to neck. <laughs> <laughs> we don't wear neck down, bro. It's bro, women don't give a damn about us neck down. <laughs> yes, they do. Bro, we have bellies. <laughs> it's the no abs. We have titties, man it's titties. We have man titties. I'm talking about hands look like working hat and women love men who hands look like they do work. You know what I'm saying? Only women. because that makes us feel like you're not lazy. Exactly. So self-care goes into that though. You know what I'm saying? Because now looking rough, oh that nigga do some work. He he fixes I mean, some no, shit. It's, mm, he nah, fixes it's some so shit. Because I'm like, damn, he ain't gonna that nigga look a little bummy. Yeah. Where's his old lady at? But don't nobody love you. True. True. But we gonna make sure from head to neck. I'm talking about, <laughs> and when I say neck, shaving that neck right above the Adam apple under that chin where you get that cut right there for the beard. That's oh, that last the bottom part. That's the father's we go. I just want to say to any man that agrees with that, you need to do better. <laughs> you definitely need to extend it a little further down and instead of stopping at the Adam's apple include the body okay women do care about that no we don't care about bellies but we don't want to lay next to you you just rough as hell I got you I got you okay fellas man hey look into the elixirs like I said it's definitely it's worth it also um, so with the the FWM platform, um, how does it feel to, you know, be a part of you know the movement and the things that I actually have, um, going on with the podcast and the actual stance and the outreach and the the opportunity that we give, I give you know, for the people and bringing you in and asking you, do you want to help out and what do you have to offer and what can you do um, to help me out? How how has your experience been? And, you know, what do you think about how it's been going and the growth, the, the downs and the ups that you have seen me go through and the process? Yeah. <laughs> First and foremost, I would like to say and just give a round of applause to anybody who comes on the platform and gets on these microphones because I like to be behind the scenes. I don't like to be on the forefront. This shirt is this shit is nerve wracking. 
okay it is and this it's something to get used to and part of the reason why I did want to come on and um instead of just working behind the scenes just helping out with the Instagram is because I have a big fear of public speaking I'm talking about big and um and also it's something that I need I know I need to work on within my business and I would say this platform is helping me because it forces me to have to talk to people. I'm a people person, but you have to talk to me first. I'm going to start a conversation with you. Now, if you start a conversation with me, oh, yeah, we'll talk about David. If I have to talk to you, it's going to be, hey, how you doing? Okay, bye. That's it. <laughs> and I know that one of the biggest things about owning a business and starting a business, it has a lot to do with networking. And a lot of networking is word of mouth, talking, you know, telling people what you have going on. I am trying to get there, but I really enjoy working behind the scenes. And it's amazing that, you know, you have so many people in such a small place like Savannah that's doing so much. And I don't think I really realized it before because they didn't have a platform like this to just come in you know, kind of talk about what they have going on. I don't know. It's just been a, it's been a very, I, I would probably say a humbling experience. It's been informative. It's been a lot of different things, but I can definitely say I, I, I really like doing it. You know, I like seeing the progress and it's definitely funny, you know, watching you watch those numbers. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm a very analytical person. Literature, reading, like words, no. Numbers, yes. Um, and guys, yes. Uh, the Instagram, uh, dialogue, and things like that. Um, you see me talking on Facebook and things like that. My statuses and stuff like that. Instagram, spin her. I have gone now into wanting to see if I can be as good as her. Um, so I kind of said, hey, my turn. Let me see how it goes. <laughs> You've been doing good. Um, but, you know, I can notice after I put some shit, go back and some words, some sentences, some Paragraph structures. It got some periods, some commas. Um, I have an issue with run-on sentences. Oh, a bad one. You know, so, you know, I can just, I don't put periods in my dialogue talking in person. So. Reading your stuff is like that Bow Wow Sierra. I ain't never had nobody. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Shit. Damn, when did you breathe? Shit. Hey, but you know what? I hey, it was now <laughs> no seeing yours and then seeing mine and lining them up, that has been a humbling experience. That has been a humbling experience to me too. You know, it's been it's been crazy. So I I've definitely I, I've enjoyed all of it. And the numbers thing, yes, it's it's not as, as as stressful as it was um, because at the beginning, you try to figure out things that people like, how they with the niches of what they're looking for 
and what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong. Do they like that? Do they don't? Um, without feedback and reviews, it's hard to figure out what you're working with and what's working and what's not working. You just, you really just forced to just look at numbers of, okay, did everybody download it? Okay, not many people download it. So you can't pinpoint what it is that people actually like and dislike, what you should change, what you should keep. And that's why I like to tell people to um, leave their comments and critique it, criticism. Like it, share it. Yes. Feedback. How did you feel about this? What's something that you want to hear about? You know, what's something that you maybe didn't agree about? Like, I definitely, I definitely see it all. People are so afraid to give you criticism because they think that you're going to take it wrong or you hate and or and I, I invite criticism so much because I am uh, I am definitely I take it. I like to motivate myself. I like to personally correct a lot of things with with people to to with how to say it to tailor to you know the liking um if you don't like it hell uh, the world is unforgiving if you don't like something people won't come back yeah so but and that's the problem they don't give you the sometimes the mercy to correct but yeah, if, but it, in that sense too i feel like the people who it's meant for they're going to take the time and watch it grow and they're going to watch it transform and you know just kind of remember what it used to be and where you are and that's the thing with a lot of people in businesses and you know things like this podcast you know you have you have to watch it grow you have to give it the grace to to get better you know if you're thinking that you know you 13 episodes in Every time you edit something, it's something different. It's something you you learn something. You get better at something. You learn how to cut a step out. And you know they may not see it, but it might be something that they hear. So you have people who've been listening since you dropped that that first episode, that first promo. Hell, you got people who probably who who gonna remember. Oh yeah, I remember he used to do previews of the episode. Oh yeah, he that nigga done stopped doing previews now. Man, but you know, you but that was at the time you felt like it was necessary, but it was a step that you got to cut out. I wanted to do everything. I did the previews, <laughs> the YouTube, the <laughs> fuck. I mean, the it was just a lot. The editing, but you had to see where you fit in. Yeah. To see where you fit in, where the most views are coming from, you know, where to kind of direct people. So, I mean, again, it's, it's, it's definitely been a learning experience. The one thing that I never tried to do was be so hard on myself, criticizing myself and and self-sabotaging myself on saying, well, I'm just not going to get it right. Uh, you know, this this is just hard. You know, I think a lot of people shoot themselves in the foot when they're asking a lot of things of people mm -hmm. and people don't give them 
the response or what they're asking for back in a timely fashion or at all, they kind of be like, well, shit, ain't nobody listening or they not trying to see me succeed. But my thing is just keep asking. Yeah. Just keep asking, keep talking about it, keep bringing it up because anything repeated, it becomes, you know, a habit. You keep hearing it. It keeps it's repetitive in their minds and they keep hearing the rabbit hole. They keep hearing FWM. They keep seeing me post everything about it and like, God damn, this nigga sickening. But either like, I'm about to unfollow, I'm about to stop. I'm about to unfollow him. Either I'm going to unfriend him. I'm going to put him on silent. Or let me just see what the fuck he talking about. Because obviously he keep talking about either is he this want me must to. be something good. He keep bringing this shit up. He, he, Let me go see what this hype is about. Yeah. You know, and I've had a lot of people. Um, I had a lot of people that are consistent with sharing and consistent with listening. I, I have a lot of people that do that I do know of. And I know there's a lot of people who consistently listen to see if there's a drop, um, there's consistent to see what is it that I'm doing, where I'm going with it. It's a lot of people. I don't believe there's anybody listening to see me flop. That's one thing I've never believed that I've had haters. That is one thing that I've never believed that I had. Yeah, it's crazy that people always thought that you know, if you make it noise that you automatically have to have haters. I've never really understood that concept of, oh, yeah, they hating on me. It's just like, they're not. Most, I, of, most of the times it's not really hating. It's just a difference in opinions and it's just the way you perceive it. It's, 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 it's a quiet taste. Yeah. You know, some people just like, bruh, why? You know, because people know me from who I used to be. Yeah, you know, like I'm still goofy. As hell. I'm still a jokester. I'm still funny as a fuck. You know what I'm saying? But I'm 30, I'm in my 30s. So I can't be who I used to be all the time to where not being serious. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When you get kids and you have kids, it's different. I think people, when you change and evolve, I don't think it's that people are hating on you. They just are so used to not seeing growth because people are afraid to grow. And that's sad because a lot of people who are afraid to recognize it in you, I mean, it's kind of a telltale sign that they haven't grown much themselves because if they did, they would understand. It's one of those things that, you know, you got to go through it to understand it. Yeah. I, I can I can understand it and I can see growth because there are some things that I had to outgrow and I had to leave alone to be able to get to where I am. And you know, it's not all it's not always easy. And especially when you're going through it, you know, it might seem that like that was the hardest shit for you to deal with at a time. But a lot of things once we grow past it and we let it go, we realize how necessary it was. We appreciate it more after, but Oh, yeah, now, why you in that storm? I don't want to hear that shit. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. you, you definitely one of my biggest critics also. 
I was talking about, nah, that's <laughs> not it. Yeah, you ain't, ain't, that ain't where it's at. I don't like that. Yeah. Change it. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. I'll be, you know, and you one of the ones that I like to spell things Ooh. differently. No, you like to purposely. Ooh, and you do it on purpose. Yeah. Lord, you do it on purpose. Yes. I like to spell things because when people see that it's spelled differently, there's an extra letter <laughs> added. I combine words. You spelled this shit wrong. Yeah. I, I mean, but it's it's purposely. <laughs> but when you see it spelled wrong, oh. it highlights and people be like, you know, some people be like, but that nigga can't spell, which I can't. Sometimes, most most of it, I can't really. But those are it's some things that I purposely do it wrong because it makes you it it sticks out like a sore thumb. And it so makes you wonder what it is. I definitely get the concept of why you do it, but I cannot sit here and say that it don't get under my fucking skin. Yeah. Oh yeah, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you would you would beg, hey, can you like Can you please change it back to how it's spelled? Nah. Really? Oh my God. But you know what? Again, it's just because I'm so big on grammar. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm very big on grammar. Like you pronounce something wrong, I don't hear anything you said after that. So oh, like, wow. you you so you just gonna say that word like that? Like, say that again. And the first <laughs> thing would somebody be like, huh? <laughs> say that again? And and immediately at our body be like, what you say? Nah. Did you say Merlot? But that's Merlot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know that shit definitely spelled Merlot. But it's solid. The T is solid. I mean, but why put it there? <laughs> Anything that got L O T at the end, that shit is lot. I did not make the rule. I just follow the rule. It's like knife. Why is the K there? We don't know, but it's there. You don't pronounce it. But but Malo Malot just came out. Knife has been since the beginning of time. I don't know how Malot. How, I've <laughs> never seen Malot that bitch. I, that, growing up, Malot ain't been in my vocabulary. I mean, you didn't drink wine. You know what I'm saying? So you're right. But Malo has been around for a while. <sighs> I mean, when I seen that, and it wasn't on a wine bottle. <laughs> when I see the shit, it was it was it was on some lotion. But you definitely said it wrong. You, I was like, damn. Let me get. Hey, I asked the lady, you know, hey, can you grab me that malat? And I said, grab you the what? <laughs> Did you malat? Like you know that say malot? Is that spell M E R L O T? Yeah, malat. Justin, that's malot. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my agenda, I put the N in agenda. Oh. You know what I'm saying? You, you, that shit fired you up. And it did. You know, but it's it's just like, it's just some <laughs> things I know that's going to bother people. You know, and I know because people like that grammar police, they're going to now be like, hey, did you mean to do that? Because like you say, like, say that again? Yeah, I mean... <sighs> It's definitely a conversation starter. It's a door opener. And a lot of people, once they do ask that question, they kind of get the understanding. It's like, oh, okay, I see what you did there. I get it. But, um, yeah, for knocking on that door initially, though, is you, are you uh, Do you not want to knock on it? Like, you just want to think in your head, like, hmm, I wonder what, hmm. 
you don't want to knock on it, but it bothers you so much. It's like, just let me let me tell you real quick. But nobody has. You asked me that behind the scenes and shit like that, but nobody else has asked. I've been waiting. So now I've been really, so I spelt things wrong. And I was like, that's not working. So I started combining words. <laughs> I just started combining words. In prison fit, valuability. You know, valuability, religion. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just, it's so bad because I'm like, well, what two words did you come up with? Now it makes people, this? Now, Pete, now it makes you break the words up and see what the fuck did he just break up to try to combine? Yeah, I think most of the time I'm like, it doesn't really hide when you came up with this. Like, nope. it's, I know it's not my business, but I'm just asking. Nope. Yeah, it, and I'm surprised when you say no. But you know, it's like the Kanye thing is like, it's creativity. It, and you know what? It is. You can't tell people how to be creative or how to be expressive or how to get their point across. And I would say that's something else. That If that's, if there is one thing I could say I have learned from you, it's that. You can't tell somebody how to get their point across. Ooh, when you tell me to separate the message from the message, I'm like, first of all, it's a package deal. <laughs> yeah, you know, a lot of what people. What I said was right. You didn't like how I said it. And though you may be correct, say it differently. <laughs> yeah. Say it different. And 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 I think that's that's an issue that I have too. But I I I but the thing about it is it's not purposely. That's just my personality. Yeah. And I don't know how to change that because I don't know any other way how to be honest. Because I believe when you tell I I've watched I've watched and witnessed. When you tell the truth or you're honest with somebody and you smiling when you're giving criticism, critique, they don't take it serious. Mm -hmm. So when you're being serious about how you want somebody to change something or you want to get your point across, it's not saying that you got to be stern, but you got to be you have to let a person know. That's why I don't like texting mm -hmm. a lot. You know what I'm saying? Because my I again. You say my run on sentences. So now my whole text message turns into a book. So I would rather talk on the phone or be face to face. And it just amazes me how a person who cannot see could type so goddamn fast. And I don't like to text that long because a lot of my words, like if I don't know how to spell it, like, <laughs> you feel me? Like, it's just like, fuck, it man. Takes Yeah. So it's not going to hit the same so you don't want to say it. Exactly. So now I'm pissed. <laughs> Because I want to use that word, but I can't. And I'm like, and that's going to hit hard. So I'm like, I can't use another word because if I use a synonym, it's going to be softer. But I want it to hit. You don't want to say I'm upset. No, I'm pissed. Exactly. <laughs> you know, my and I my pissivity level. You know what I'm saying? So pissivity. It is at the top of the chart. Oh, my goodness. <sighs> <laughs> Hey, I mean, you know, it's just, it's the way of, it's the way of the, it's the way of, it's the mind of JP. You know what I'm saying? It's the, it, it's so much things that people won't understand. But when you come, I leave it out there so you can have a conversation. We have to dialogue. I mean, and 
that is something that you have definitely helped me with. And it, it was something I didn't realize I needed help with, you know, from the jump and just like open-minded. I've always been a very open-minded person, but I think I picked and choose, chose what I wanted to be open-minded about. When you're going from being open-minded about certain things and just being around somebody who's open-minded about everything, who sees it from the left, the right, under, over, it's just like, well, damn, I'm not thinking big enough. I was looking at it from this perspective, but shit, I didn't know it was six other ways I can look at it. So when you say it like that, okay, no, it makes sense. I think and you that, look, I think that has look. been the biggest and the hardest pill for me to swallow. Because, oh, you say it all the time. Even if I'm right, you're not going to tell me. And I'm just like, I think if I, t- if I tell him he's right, I might choke. <laughs> I, I might die. I might. I might. I think I might choke on that. You maybe if I say you're correct, <laughs> I can't just flat out say you're right. And that's something that I've definitely had to humble myself on because I've never been a know-it-all. But sometimes I just think that yeah, this is the way I'm gonna do it. This is the correct way. This shit is set in stone. And then you just like nah, it's not stone. It's brick dust. Yeah. I'm just like, bro, like, you could just let me be happy for a minute. I mean, it's it's a left and it's a right. Yeah. But I think you do see left and right. You just up and down the fourth, the third and the fourth way is like, okay, nah, you, that's too many options. Yeah. And see somebody like me whose mind is over the place, you can't give me too many options coming into it because you give me if you give me too many options, it's kind of like I'm going to want to stay surface level with it. I'm not going to dive as deep into into something that you like you would. You don't want to have too many options for yourself, but you will give people multiple options. Yeah. See, you can't give you can't give me multiple options because, again, just like you, I think everybody's like that mm-hmm. because even when you would, I would say, okay. What you think about this? And you say, well, okay, yeah. And I was like, I right, bet. And you're like, but you know what? How about this? And I've been like, hmm. <laughs> now when you put it like that, hmm, okay. I like that one better. Mm. But you know what? How about this? I'd be like, all right. All right. Okay. Okay. That's bruh. enough. That's enough. Don't say nothing else. Now I can't remember the first one that I like first, because mm-hmm. now I can't really, now I have to go back and now it takes too much time now because I like to narrow it down and say, all right, I like this. this Boom. Is where I'm going. This is where I'm, I'm going. I want to go here because if you give a person too many options, they get starry eyed. Mm-hmm. They get starry eyed. But and that's my problem. I literally live in a dream world. Mm-hmm. I do. I don't have no shame in saying it either. I do. But it's dreaming big. Is yeah. it, is it, but you live in a fantasy dream world, but are they, are they narrow-minded and small though? No. Exactly. But you just have to have, so you're, what you're saying that you have to work on is the discipline of narrowing it down and sticking with it. Yeah, most definitely. What stops you from narrowing down and 
saying, I, this is where I'm going to go. What stops me from doing that? <clears throat> Other than too many options. Um, I don't know. I guess it's like you said earlier that self-sabotage. Um, it's so many different ways that you can self-sabotage and that's kind of one of them. And, you know, whether it's, it, and my problem is I feel like I'm being creative, but I feel like I'm not being creative enough. You know, it's always, there's always going to be somebody that is better than you at something. But um, it's like, I want to at least be as good as this person in this area and then build on it. And I'm an overthinker. And that's also another form of self-sabotage. I will think myself into a bad mood and then don't know how to get out mm. of that bad mood. Mm. Yeah. So... I think a lot. So, and then you like to call me competitive. You are. I like to think that it's not even that I want to be as better than the next person. Mm -hmm. I want to see if the next person can be better than me. (laughs) That don't sound competitive. (laughs) Just be better than me. I don't want to be better than that person. I want to see if you can be better than me. So that I can raise the bar again because you're not going to be better than me. Exactly. So that's not competitive. I'm just saying. I mean. Yes or no? Yeah. Somewhat. You know, (laughs) somewhat. Somewhat. You know, somewhat. Um, But that's, but that, but again, that keeps me going of, that means I can never settle. Mm Mm-hmm. I can never be, I can never settle that. And I think that's the difference of ever having jealousy or you spiteful or hating. It's like, damn, that nigga shit is better than my, he got me on that one. I'm about to go back. That's damn, that shit was hard. Fuck. Why, why the fuck I didn't think about that? Okay. the opposite. And I know it's just a matter of the mind and the mindset. Because like um even with waist beads, I make I make waist beads outside of just sugar scrubs. I do waist beads, I do bracelets, I do necklaces. I do a lot creatively. And part of the reason that I wanted to get into waist beads was because shout out to Zakira Major, she does waist beads. And that's you sell, you know, that's uh God Amar's wife that's been all on my music on the platform. So, you know, those two right there are definitely two people that has been a big part of a lot of things that's going around on this platform, period. Yeah. But Zakira was the reason that I got into making waist beads because I love her so much. Even though I make them, I won't make them for myself. I always buy, I always buy them from her. I wear, thir- well, it used to be 14, but one pop. 13 strands of waist beads every day and she made all of them. Wow. And even though I, but I, but it's because I love her creations. I love the creativity. And to me, it's just amazing what the mind can do. Why not reach out for her to show you, give you a class, give you a seminar, give you tips. Like that's the thing about it. Show me how you became great. Instead of being saying, damn, I love you so much that I would stunt my growth because you're so great 
I don't want to be better than you because I don't, I want to keep buying from you. I just want to cherish yours. Yes. But that's the thing. I have reached out and she is such a kind heart and just a beautiful soul. And it don't matter how many times I reach out to her, she answered too. So you, so you starry eyed. I can hit her with 30 questions. She's going to ask 30 questions and she's going to give me a bonus. She's so going to give me an extra point. So you're starry-eyed and you're so amazed and you don't want to take that step to make yourself as great as that because that greatness there looks like it's some work. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it looks like, damn, if you're that great, that means it's another step after that to be even greater. Mm-hmm. Because you don't want to, because you know you don't want to be complacent and stay there. Because there's another level of great. Because even with you know the platform, like you know, again, I I, I always referred the platform of me starting out with podcasts. You know, shout out the boo. You know the you know untitled podcast that I still reach out a lot on things that I need help with. And stuff like that. I don't know anybody else, you know, and I just look at it because, again, I look at I have seen other people podcasts that's famous. That's famous. But, bro, I swear, like I can look at Joe Budden. I can look at, you know, Brilliant Idiots. I can look at The Breakfast Club. I can look at all that. But somebody that is right in arm's reach that I know in my city, not syndicated and not famous to where will not feel like he can look down on me and, you know, and we cool. So it's like, all right, if I want to base myself on, you know, being better and looking at something, I will go to that, look at him, reach out to him, you know, even with the marketing thing, you know, shout out to Kenna, you know, winging it Savannah. You know, he has the managerial experience, you know, to the gift of gab to just speak to people. Yes. To just I've definitely bought wings from Kenneth a couple times. And when I tell you, everyone who walks past Kenneth, hey, come treat yourself, come get some wings. Only if you want to treat yourself though. And I'm just like, this motherfucker is outgoing as hell. Bruh, don't let a motherfucker. Don't let a motherfucker. <laughs> Trash Wingstop and be like, Wing, I'm done with Wingstop. I need a new wing spot. And all of a sudden, I see this nigga post a boop. Oh, come treat yourself at Wing, uh, Winging in Savannah. I be like, God damn it. And and looking at him. And you have to be that persistent. And that is what I want to get up to. I want to I want to get to the point where I'm getting on y'all nerves. Like, oh, what's, what's up with you buying these skinny lexus? You need it. Not saying that you got bad skin, but girl, don't. He has put me at another level with sharing my stuff because when he posts, I see 16 shares under his. And I'd be like, damn, boy, okay, they sharing the shit out of his shit. <laughs> Bruh, it's all his different pages. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Bro, a share is a share. So I'm like, know. okay, don't worry about other people then. Yeah. It's you. Mm-hmm. It, and, and it's overly promoting yourself. But I do know this. You can promote until you blue in the face, but people got to understand too, it's word of mouth. You know, people have to share your stuff because one person making a lot of noise 
by themselves is viewed as crazy, mm-hmm. sickening, obnoxious, and people would ignore it because they're like, oh, man, I'm going to unfollow him. But if everybody's doing it, one person shared and somebody from you shared, and now it's like, okay, yeah, so people, multiple people saying people it. Are, a lot of people are natural followers. So if yep. they see you doing it, I want to do it too. Are you going to get something from Kenny Davis? Let me go with you. What time are you going? You don't want to be late to the party. Right. Nobody wants to be late to the party. Nobody want to be like, you ain't on that, but what the hell wrong with you? Yeah. I don't, obviously something is wrong with me. If I'm, if I'm not on it, um, <laughs> start questioning yourself. Like, who, who am I? <laughs> Looking in the mirror and shit. I'm not on that shit? Well, I ain't had no wingin' it. Nigga, I like wings. Like, nigga, I go to, I go to, I go to Zaxby's all the time. Right. The fuck Wings is hell. It ain't got no parmesan. I go, I go to this nasty Chinese food place and winging it. Savannah got vegan options. I'm talking about for real. Like, I ain't never seen a nigga got vegan chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never seen fried cauliflower. <sighs> you know, I'm talking about that shit look real scrumptious, but I just knew it was cauliflower, so I didn't get it. Bro, the young man got loaded ranch. <laughs> Loaded ranch fries. And that shit is homemade. That shit is homemade. You hear me? The young man, I don't know what the fuck he did and where, I don't know. But again, whatever he did, I'm about to be on because I'm in the mentor program. I'm talking So I'm going to my mentor and say, hey, what the fuck did y'all give him? And <laughs> they gave him Mike secret stuff. <laughs> what did y'all give him that Space Jam secret stuff? Yes. Cause let me have it, and I and he better not have drunk it all. I just need to just let me get a drop. He better not have, bro. But you know, we all just like I said, this platform was created for everybody to just come on, man, and just have fun. Let people, like you said. It's a lot of people got something going on and you didn't know about it, mm-hmm. you know, and my and I made it my business to research and find every person in my city that had something going on. If you're not interested, that's fine. But it has been a lot of people that when I look back and I look at my recordings and I look back to the episodes, it's like shit. From everything after episode four, mm-hmm. and I look at, because the ones by myself are bonuses. So you look at all the regular episodes and just see how many people have come on and just said what they had going on. And I'm like, fuck. And the beautiful thing about it is it's regular people. Mm-hmm. It's regular people, people who still working eight to fours, nine to fives, getting up in the morning. You know, single mothers, is fathers, is is regular people. So it's definitely a place of comfort because you don't have to fill out a place there. And it's like church. It's like come as you are. It is. It yeah. has been. And this I'm I'm enjoying every bit of it. And I've been doing a lot of things for the new year and I'm very, very excited for twenty twenty two, man, because I'm not stopping. I'm not stopping at all because this has been fun. It's been stressful. And not say super stressful, but it's just been very, very time consuming. Mm -hmm. And it's been a humbling experience. 
to understand why a lot of people dropped off at the beginning. Yeah. I I do understand why. I I was kind of very hard on that part because I just felt like it was damn that's fucked up but now that I have put in the time on my own and it's only me cuz I ain't getting paid for this shit mm-hmm. I ain't getting paid for this shit it like different. hey I'm talking about to edit you got, this you shit you got to take it a little more serious cuz I put some time into this shit you're not going to tell me that it's not going to be it might not be a payout tomorrow, but boy, one got to come. Man, and and I do understand um, because just the editing part of knowing that to edit mispronounced words and gaps and stutters and just as you start, you already just 10 seconds in, you done paused it and cut and deleted Every three times second. already. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I got a, I got 53 minutes left. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I got 53 minutes of this shit left. Yeah. Then to find the music. Then to be creative with the music. You got to, to just pick out the part that you want. If you want to mix it with something, you got to put it there. And that's, but you know what? It's like any business. Nobody is ever going to see the blood, the hard work, and the tears that you put into it. They're never going to see it, especially if they aren't a business owner, especially if they're okay with just living to make money for other people and they won't take the time to make the money for themselves. And again, like I said earlier, it's it's, it's another form of self-sabotage. And I think so many of us do it unknowingly. And a lot of us, you know, it comes from traumas. It comes from, you know, unhealthy defense mechanisms. And... That's just when something happens, that's just boom. First thing that clicks in our mind. We don't need we don't think about it. A lot of a lot of people who are self who a lot of people who are avid self-sabotages don't realize that they're doing it. Just like me, for instance, I tell people all the time, I I don't really accept help from people. And when they ask why, it's like, mm, I've been let down so much, I just don't even give people the chance to let me down, you know, in the midst, someone who's genuine comes along and just genuinely want to help just because, shit, I see you doing your thing. I just want to help you make it better. And I'm like, nah, because you, you got to let me down. I'm good. I've already told myself that you want to let me down. So I don't want you to help. It's, you know, making excuses. It's waiting until the last minute. And when I say I do all of that, it is terrible. Again, it's definitely one of those things that I'm working on. You know, it's the, the first step to correct any problem is acknowledging the problem. And then after you acknowledge the problem, you kind of have to, whether you want to start to put together small goals, you know, instead of me waking up at 7 o'clock, I'm going to get up at 6.15 because I know I like to lounge around. I got to wake up. I got to perk myself up. I give myself 45 minutes to do that in the morning. So it's just... Small changes like that, just making better decisions for yourself that is going to get you on that right path. I feel like not a not enough of us, not enough of us really acknowledges our own flaws. You know, I don't I don't acknowledge my flaws, but I expect for you to. That's how a lot of people look at it. Because as soon as I fuck up the first thing, I'm going to say, well, damn, I'm not perfect. 
but I won't look at myself. I won't have that conversation with myself. And I think lately I've been having that conversation with myself. And, um, you know, I was listening to Ken the other day. He was saying, you know, if you're not having disrespectful conversations with yourself, you know, and I was like, you're right. Because, mm-hmm. like you said, the conversations get real disrespectful. Mm-hmm. It's just like, what the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. Why are you even doing that? You you know you got to get them kids up. You And you laying in the damn bitch. You ain't doing nothing. You ain't watching TV. You ain't listening to music. Your fucking phone ain't charged. But you laying in the bed. You going to get up at 7 o'clock and think you walking out of here at 8 o'clock. So it's just, whew, the conversations get deep now. But I feel like um, that's that's where you have to start, though. You definitely have to acknowledge. You have to want to do better. You have to catch yourself in those moments. And, you know, you have to have corrective measures on the spot. And it's so crazy. Like you said, you're thinking about somebody letting you down. So you just like, oh, they're going to let me down. They're going to let me down. Then they're fighting against to not let you down. But the more you push against them, they when they walk off because you don't push them away so much, you take that as them letting you down. But it's like, no, nigga, we just got tired of you just yeah, you, fuck shit. You was fucking pushing me. I just and we I get that misconstrued just to walk. We and we get that misconstrued as somebody letting us down. Mm-hmm. We do. I've definitely done it many times over. I've done it many times. Oh, I've definitely pushed people away because of unhealthy coping mechanisms. And then it was so bad because I had a lot of people around me. I like, well, let me tell you about the situation. Tell me if you think I was wrong. And you know what they say? No, you wasn't wrong. I'm wrong as hell. Mm-hmm. So that's another oh, thing. I, you, I, I, I am. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you have to have people around you yeah. who are going to be honest with you. But mm-hmm. when you put yourself in that position, you have to be willing to accept it. You know, I had a bad problem for a while. I would ask you a question. Like, I'm like, mm, for example, Justin, you feel like taking me to the sun? You're like, nah, I'm tired. Huh? Said, I'm tired. I didn't hear you. Come on. Oh, okay. I thought that's what she said the first time. It's like, you know, we'll ask questions, but I already have the answer. I already know how I want you to ask the question. And if you don't answer it that way, now I got an attitude with you. I'm mad. I don't talk to you. You done pissed me off. Now I'm wrong as hell. Mm-hmm. When I call my friend and she tell me I'm right, now I'm like, fuck that shit. I went wrong. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so it's just, you have, to, you have to be mindful of who you surround yourself around you know one thing that you know somebody who I talk to all the time Terry and something that he tells me all the time you have to do everything with intention you have to be intentional with everything that you do he's like the people that you surround yourself let it be intentional let it be around somebody who's going to teach you something and that's what I've really been trying to do and it has definitely made a big difference just with my interactions with people, um, I've definitely opened up a lot more. I'm not where I need to be, where I want to be, but I'm not where I was. And, you know, even though they're baby steps, it's, it's definitely progress to be proud of because you're making it, you're moving in the right direction. And, you know, it's not, a lot of people will celebrate 
prematurely. And I feel like, you know, that's that's definitely a means of backsliding because you feel like you have just come so far. So it's like now you want to celebrate just like on a diet. Shit, I don't find an eight clean for seven days. Why well, I need a cheat day. You have to work your way up to where you deserve a cheat day. You know, we we are so entitled. We are so entitled. We feel like we deserve the world, but it's like, what are you doing to get it? And again, I definitely had to break out of that. Now that entitlement, I think I'm still there. I got, <laughs> I got one foot in the door, one foot out. But I'm not just all the way there anymore. You know, I've I have been learning to give people the grace that I expect for them. And it's been different. It's been a lot different. To have a woman's perspective finally on the platform is is wonderful. Like I said, I think a lot of people are just used to hearing man, 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 um, the whole season. If it's me, it's just another man. And it's, it's just been great to finally have a softer voice that it's not so abrasive. It's so not in your face of what are you fucking doing? You know, get together, get your minds together, you know, but not on the episode. You know what I'm saying? Of get your mind right. You know, we need to get better. We need to do, but of a different perspective of, okay, this is why a lot of us feel that, like, you know, women are a lot softer when it comes to explanations of, you know, now it may definitely, it may be some explanation, but it definitely be a lot of sometimes denial. You know, like you said, if you got a homegirl to tell you right, well, bitch, I'm right now. You know what I'm saying? You right. I'm right. Yeah. He wrong. He wrong. We're or right. they wrong. You know, we're right. So I, it's just, it was great to finally get another another perspective. And I've been trying to open it up to a lot of women, too, to come on because we just want to hear a different side. Yeah. We just want a different, different side, you know. Also, you know, just of thinking that men sometimes just don't know how to be professional with the woman, you know? So you kind of be kind of standoffish on, uh, you got, I don't know, is you professional or with like what type of business, what type of platform, you know what I'm saying? So if you don't kind of know the person, you know, a lot of women are now in this day and age, you kind of standoffish about men's intentions yeah. on what, you know what I'm saying? So I get it. So I try to open it up to, women that actually can, that trust me, that know me, that can kind of open it up to a lot of, you know, to a lot of other women. And also on the perspective of, you know, if they have a different perspective of what that other woman said. Mm -hmm. So now you want your voice to be heard on, okay, well, this is another side of a woman. And this is my opinion. I got some shit to say. Exactly. <laughs> it's a diary of the strong black people. Bring what you got. We've always went through pain. We've all went through trauma. We've all went through drama. We've all are just trying to be better. And right. that is the... We've been through all of that. Now we're trying to go through the healing, the self-exploration, 
the self-accountability and just the betterment of our minds and ourselves. And I want this and I don't want this to be the only time that, you know, that a woman is on the platform. You know, I want to open it up now for more women to come. I want to open up to a lot more women to 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 want to be here, you know, to want to tell their story because there's a lot of pain behind being a woman, too. It's a lot of pain being a man, but instead of the blame game, let's just all hear what it is that we go through and let's talk about it. Let's not blame and let's not point fingers and that's not your pain is deeper than my my pain is deeper than yours. Because pain is pain. Exactly. Just if no sin is greater than the other, no pain is 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 if I you know, if I scratch my knee or if I break my knee, if I break the bone, it hurt. Yes, it do. You know what I'm saying? The healing process may be quicker than the other, but it still hurts. And also, we all have different tolerance levels. So I, I don't think that pain is ever something that we should ever try to put in, into that comparison. And you definitely have to be careful of people like that because you do have people who feel like they have to one-up you on everything. I told you, well, I remember I was six and I broke my finger. Man, that ain't shit. Well, I was six and I broke all five of my fingers and I snapped my wrist into Look at this shit. It's like, damn. Like, Okay, we both went through some stuff. We both went through some shit, but you don't have to one up and just understand where I'm coming from and let me understand where you're coming from without making it a competition. That's the thing. We make so many unnecessary things, competitions. Yeah. And that is one of the favorite, well, that is one of my favorite hashtags that I, that, you know, we've been using collaboration over competition because the competition is is not necessary all the time. It's not. And you know, Kenna put a put put the world on notice with that. You know, that is something that is is definitely going around for real. Mm-hmm. He was just saying that, like, for real. And they should. He need to put that shit on the like, shirt. Like, for real. He got to. Like, now that we know who brought that shit, he can't. Nobody can say they said it first. My guy, we know it was you. Hey, tell Beyonce to say that shit, cause motherfuckers are listening. <laughs> my nigga, I'm telling you, like Savannah, know you said it, my nigga. Just expand that shit so well, yeah, bro. We got you. We we ain't gonna never say somebody else said it first, my nigga. We have let you patent that bitch. Coin it. It is time for yes. you to make that bitch and, and make some bread off of it because you got everybody believing in that shit now, so and make that shit move. It's beautiful. It's beautiful because it's the, it's the start of unity. It's the start of, you know, I don't, I don't have to go against you. Let me help you. Let me help you be better. You know, it's the each one teach one. I'm going to show you and you show somebody else. It's a, it's a domino effect. We can all be better. It just starts with one person believing that we can. And then I reach out to you. And then now all of a sudden it's all flowing because everything connected to you is going to flourish through me, through you, through the next person. And I think, you know, a lot of people talk about being the change that they want to see. But a lot of people don't know where to start to see that change. So. You know, it does take a special person like that. Like, hey, you know, I got the vision. You want to see it too? 
I'm like, yeah, you know, sound kind of nice. Let me let me see what you're talking about. And then you just like free floating and just like, wow, like I was missing out on a lot. They do. Mm-hmm. I want you to give everybody your tags again. Let them know where to find you, um, to get in touch with you. Um, let them know, you know, anything that is available to them from you. Um, and just, you know, give them all that again so they can remember. All right. Well, once again, it is made with Ari Ace of Skin Elixirs. You can find me on Instagram under Ari Ace of Skin Elixirs, A-R-I-A-S-A, Skin Elixirs, E-L-I-X-I-R-S. And also, if you feel the kind, you can follow my personal page at underscore Amazon Con underscore. You heard it there? Um, hey, again, fellas, gotta do better with our feet. So that this is the start. Johnson and Johnson, we too far away from that now, nah, bro. Johnson and Johnson they ain't got shit on these shit. Yeah, like, bruh, it ain't gonna work. The sugar scrub, these sugar scrubs. Is... I got lavender oil to help with your stress. I got rose oil to help with your skin. Come come on. You got eczema, you got rough feet, you know, some of us got lizard scale feet. You probably crocodile. Yeah, crocodile feet, you know, is again. But if you just ashy, come get these sugar scrubs. Man, just shop, shop with them, man. And I appreciate you coming through. Once again, you are in the rabbit hole, and I'm JP in the FWM podcast. Bye with me. Oh, I think I might need a cigarette, because we be off and then we on the I don't get it, don't know why.